everyone, and welcome to the Gary and Kenny Show. That music that you were listening to that Ken was bobbing his head to, that's Carly in the Universe, and Carly is going to be our guest in just a few minutes. Ken, is that how you listen to music? You know, that is actually, that is the metric by which I can tell whether or not I like a song or not. If my head bobs, I like the song. It doesn't matter what genre it is, it doesn't matter, but if I bob my head to it, I like the song. If if, If it's a pop song, if it's, I don't care who the artist is, if it gets my head to bop. Gets your head to bop. I like That's it. good music. Yeah. What else do you bop to? Hmm. Can you name any favorite bands that get your no, head No, because as we've talked music? about it before, uh, my interest is always discovering new music. Yeah. So I'm always playing, uh, you, know, new, you know, new indie releases and all that stuff. But I cannot keep track of the names of the artists. You know, back in the day when you'd listen to radio, the DJ would back announce the song or front announce, yes. say, here's yeah. so-and-so and so-and-so. And that but on was... Spotify, that, I know, I, you don't have that anymore. So the music just continues to continues to continue. So unless you look down at the who they're playing. So sometimes that, you find your head bopping and you don't even know who the artist is I just hit like, is. it goes to my playlist. Okay. And people go say, hey, that's really good. Who is it? And I said, I have no idea. Well, you know what? Our audience, some of them, have no idea of what? Uh, who we are. Because I didn't say, I'm Gary Kroger in Waterloo, and this is Ken Seisler in Calabasas. Well, so I was, a little, I was starting to get a little confused myself. I was having a little <laughs> identity crisis here. Which one are you again? I, I, I'm Gary in the breadbasket. Aha, the breadbasket. Yeah, we'll get back right. to the breadbasket. Yeah. And you're yeah. Kenny in the land of pumpkins. In the if land of pumpkins, a very big time out here with Halloween coming up right away. We have the giant pumpkin festival. Do you decorate? Do you put uh, pumpkins no, in the No, we house? used to do the jack-o'-lantern thing um, yeah. with the kids when they were young. Well, now you have grandkids. Uh, now I have grandkids, so we may be doing that again. I don't want to go into the whole Halloween thing because I'm not a big fan. Are you a fan I'm not of Halloween? Either. I just no, don't not get at it. all. It's frightening. Not at all. No, and I don't, feel, I don't like the obligation I have to sit out there and, and hand out candy all day. Oh, I mean, no, I we, shut the, we closed it. We shut the lights off <laughs> and yeah, but quietly then feel, hide. But then you feel like Ted Kaczynski, because I do that too, but then I feel like I'm betraying the, the whole concept and these beautiful children who made an effort. I feel like the cranky old get-off-my-lawn man. Well, we are, but that's okay because <laughs> the dog starts to bark every time they come, and I don't really, I don't get it. You know, I, listen, I'll, I'll, I just don't understand what we're, the joyous, it's really a maudlin holiday, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, All Saints Day, I mean, it's the, the dead rise, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. Hey, it's smart, but it's I, amazing I, the things I, I don't know Yes, when you bring them up. Uh, so SNL uh, just had their premiere. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. Well, I don't watch it. I no, YouTube okay, it right. I, I do. Too. I watch the. But highlights. I saw that you do like a commentary on it. Yeah, I do for Entertainment Weekly. Andy Hoagland is a good friend. Um, in one of those SNL clubs that have podcasts and things like that, and he asks me to comment on the shows, and he puts it, he prints it like hours later. Well, I thought yeah, there were two standouts. Comments. I thought that James Austin Johnson, or was that, yeah. was that his name? Yeah, the new guy. Boy, that's... Yeah, he's, he's got the, a talent. He does. He's and not a one-trick pony either. Uh, I think there was another a person, a new person who was very good, which was interesting. Now, can you explain to the audience what the difference is between a featured player and the regular cast? Yeah, a featured player doesn't get paid as much. 
That's really it, huh? I mean, that's really it. Yeah. That's really it. Now, in my era, there were no featured players. We were all in the cast, but, you know, it was a favored nation, so we all got paid the same first year, second year, third year, fourth year. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a way to not have an obligation to get them into more than one or two things, groom them like a AAA farm club to become a regular player. Mm-hmm. Well, but you're not... I- you, you the, oh, your overall review of this premiere with Owen Wilson. Did yes. I like it or not? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. I liked it very much. Yeah. I, I, I can watch Owen Wilson eat, you know. Boy, butter. he really does it great, doesn't he? The he, only he commits. Have, are we staring at his nose? Yeah, we are, but we let it go because it's part of the it, it, the whole package. I Was think his nose always like that? Note, yeah, yeah. I think the doctor punched him in the face at birth. Some. No, he's a oh. handsome guy. That's a oh yeah. Thing no, there's no say. question. But he has a weird bridge. But it's now it's you know it's like Jimmy Durante in his nose or Barbara Streisand. It's just you don't okay. change it. Okay. You no, know, just I, that I, I, I found myself drawn to to see looking at it, wondering what happened. I'm going but I think to, he's incredible. I'm a big fan. I think he's great. I think he's wonderful. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Yes, sir. And I wasn't going to, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Okay. Um, do you think that there's any moral obligation to this show to, like, tell people don't do drugs, don't, you know, do you think we have any moral parameters to follow? When you say this show, you mean the Gary and Kenny our show? Our show. Our show. The Gary and Kenny show. Do you think that there, there, there's such a thing as going too far in terms of what we divulge? Hmm, yes, I do think. Well, what would that be? Well, I think there's an expectation from people that they want to come to the show and because they find they're entertained by it as opposed to, you know, something, right. well, that, I've, they, I've something over, that they wasn't expecting. I overset this up because it'll seem tame now. Okay. But, you know, I ran for office a couple of times. I enjoyed it. People ask me all the time, are you going to run again? And the answer is no. And it's absolutely no. Um, I enjoyed every part of it, but I didn't enjoy having to edit myself, go through all my work. What do, am I embarrassed of? What's going to come up? Can I say this? So these days, I'm just screw it. I'm going to do what I want, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, the other day, a buddy came over and um, he gave me an ecstasy. Now, there's, I see no expression on your face. An ecstasy pill. I'm Great. 64 years old. Uh, and so I, I was... All alone yesterday. Well, that's the problem. Ecstasy, nothing's better than ecstasy and, and a woman. But there was no woman. It was just me. Well, it's, I love, MDA is what we used to call it. MD, M- MDMA, I think is what uh, it yes. clinically um, is. MDMA. Okay. Well, well to me, this is shocking because I haven't done this in 25 years. Oh, my God. What are you like? Uh, uh, well, this guarantees I can never run for office. Uh, you realize that's what I'm divulging here. I think ecstasy. I don't know. I I mean, don't, you can run. Barack Obama admitted to smoking pot. I think smoking pot is much more mainstream, especially now. I still think little designer drugs like ecstasy well, are considered the, like. I got to tell you, I, I, somebody, you know, if it's real ecstasy. I'm like, holy shit. I, this, I mean, I love it, but I don't get it because it's very difficult to get. Well, not for me anymore, but... but well, you <laughs> are my next hookup. <laughs> well, here's what happened, though. I thought, you know, he gave me this. What the heck? I'm entirely alone. My son Did you enjoy it? Loved it. Loved it, right? Loved it. Well, here's the thing, though. I told my wife, and she was really upset that I wasn't there to just love on her, right? Yes. So I'm text, you know, I'm texting constantly. I love you so much. And I said, yeah. you know... But 
uh, the ecstasy expectation is that you're just gushing love all the time. And I couldn't just keep my I love you, honey. I love you. I almost texted I love you to you, Kenny. I love you. I love doing our oh. show. I, you know, I got out my bass guitar. This is all tying back to music. Oh. I got out my electric bass, my Paul McCartney left-handed Hoffner. I cranked up the Beatle music, right. cranked up my bass, uh, and I am the right. happiest man in the world. Ecstasy. Now, in Iowa, you may not get elected. But if I <laughs> sold ecstasy in Calabasas, yeah. I would be the mayor tomorrow. Right. You'd put it on your brochure. <laughs> I would put it on my brochure. Yeah. Ecstasy for everybody. Progressive and dealer. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. No question yeah. well, about it. it. It ties back to music because you bob your head. When mm -hmm. I am my pure self, mm -hmm. it's the Beatles cranked up you do the risky horribly. business you do the risky business stance you're in the in, in the bit. shirt and the underwear and a little bit. sliding across the wood floor almost okay as much as my 64 year old body would allow right right but okay. i just had a great time so yes. i'm not saying to people you know get some ecstasy as soon as you can but there was no hangover no there was no alteration of my senses where i couldn't if i had to go to the store i could have i just would have probably kissed the cashier uncharacteristically mm -hmm. or something yeah you know, actually, it really should be like in warfare, instead of like spraying people with napalm, Genius. we should drop ecstasy over the Genius. enemy, right? You know... I think that's genius. I actually mm -hmm. think there's something there. Mm -hmm. y you can't drop the ecstasies and expect, you know, 10,000 soldiers to pick it up. But mm -hmm. what if at the peace meetings, you know, put like the Geneva the Peace Put talks, it in the water. Everybody does X. Put it in the water. I actually think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. That's a, I just want to go back to SNL for one second. Okay, yeah. Do you know, well, we're going to, I asked um, Beth McCarthy Miller, who directed SNL for many years. Yeah. He's going to come on the show. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Um, and I was going to, I was, uh, and I was one, and then now they just announced a new director. Yeah. Uh, for it. I don't know whether or not she directed this first episode, but I was curious. I think so, yes. Did you even know who the director was for the SNL episodes that you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, who yeah. Because in, in, in 75, when I started college, that's when SNL started. So it became an institution, right? Mm -hmm. Those names that went by at the end, the writers, Zweibel, all of they became legendary, directed by Dave Wilson. Dave Wilson. I figured Dave Wilson must be the hippest, coolest, funniest guy in the world. He was a middle-aged man, jovial, kind of a fatherly figure. Um, not exactly what I expected, but a wonderful guy. I couldn't wait to meet Dave Wilson, but he had his hands in everything. He blocked it on the floor, you know, and you heard him calling cameras out during rehearsals. So mm -hmm. he was very involved. But was he good? I don't want to say badmouth him. I would just no, say... Well, he, he's passed away, but... Oh, I didn't know that. But um, he was good, but... I, maybe a little rigid if, mm -hmm. if he didn't get the humor to something he didn't put everything he had into it i yeah. think sometimes well i just i mean i'm looking forward to having beth on and one of the things that i don't think a lot of people realize because i did live directing as you know yeah, um, of course. is how nervous a director gets before a live show i mean there are times that i was so nervous i'd be in the bathroom just like really yes you get because it's live and you're there you don't want to miss a shot you could make a mistake i mean there's a lot of pressure on a director well it's interesting that you say that because we did work together for a year live yeah. television show yeah yeah you never seemed uh tense to me you always seemed pretty loose ecstasy <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I don't know. I the think, world, but it's, you get loose because after doing it for such a long time on that show, that was fine. But originally, like the first time you direct a big show, you know, and you haven't done it, like you know, I did some live shows for HBO, or whatever. You get really nervous. I mean, you can't show it to people. And once right. you get the three, two, one, and you go into full director mode, yeah, well, right. everything goes goes away. But it's an goes interesting away. thing. I don't know if people have seen to see these guys in those situations where in in the control room directing is quite something. It really is amazing to see all of those you know moving parts. Oh, well, yeah, I, I was a producer on the George and Alana show, so I would right. very often go into the booth. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. and, and it was it was live to tape. It wasn't mm. broadcast live. Mm. It was live to tape, but yeah, it was like NASA to me. It was like Houston Control. I thought it was fascinating. And yeah. speaking of. Back in those days when we did Comic Strip Live, after the sh there was a guy, I don't know who he was, but he came and he handed out ecstasy. Hmm, I don't well, know I if don't he included was. No, I... He was like Magic Mike or whatever. And yeah, he would give me ecstasy. So hmm. I'd be dressed up from Comic Strip Live, pop an X, get in my convertible Mazda Miata and go hmm. to Roxbury. Oh, and they wow. would always, because I think I looked a little like Michael Douglas. I mean, I don't oh. mean to be flattering myself, yeah, yeah. but I think I did with longer hair back then. Uh-huh. They always just threw the stanchions aside and said right this way and i was happy happy <laughs> as a clam um okay so do you want to introduce our our guest our well i think guest? that would be a good idea <laughs> she's been listening this whole time she, okay we're very bad influences on this uh this lovely young woman the genesis of our guest uh, that you'll meet in just a second is that we love her music and her band. It just came across our, our radar, and we're a couple of middle-aged guys. Who are, wow, this is really something. The band is Carly and the Universe, and their music has been described as R&B-infused pop, indie soul pop, pop with a sweet soulful touch. Uh, their previous release, The Whole Shebang, was nominated for Best CD as a group at the LA Music Critic Awards in uh, 2015 and received outstanding press from Buzz Bands and South Bay Magazine, as well as indie blogs and Free Bike Valet and Lady Indie Blog. She'll be middle-aged by the time this, this is over. A <laughs> couple of blogs that I'm not familiar with. But a lot of that descriptive genre comes from the powerful yet lilting voice of lead singer Carly Liza, who joins us today. Carly Welcome to the Gary and Kenny show. Meet Kenny and the universe. Hello, Liza. Is it Liza with a D? A Z? Z. Z. Liza Z. with a Z. Oh, it is Liza with a Z. Okay. Thank you so much for having me today. Is Liza any homage to Liza Minnelli? Is there, or is that actually? Of course. Well, of course. And okay. Carly, Carly Simon, you know. Oh, so you come uh, well, from a musical family. So is that what you sing? Music lovers, good, but... Good. My mother says that I got my musical ability from the mailman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, oh, uh, where was that mail being delivered? <laughs> where, where was that mail being delivered? Where are you from? Um, I'm actually from Redondo Beach, California. Yeah. It's in her songs, Gary. Well, okay, but it doesn't mean she was. It, it, well, she it, does it's say in the song she's her, a Southern Cali. Oh, right. nevertheless, when I you, you're, we haven't traditionally had somebody young and in the music business like you have. But one of the things that I found interesting, I was one of the original people who started at MTV in 1981. Very cool. So, yeah, so I was at MTV, and the music industry has dramatically changed. And what we used to do is play music videos on MTV. Right. Uh, now, obviously, music videos are very essential part. Do you watch MTV? I grew up watching it. But do you watch it now? Is it relevant now? Uh, I I don't, don't. It's not like I have any. <laughs> I tell them it's fine. I, I don't think. I don't. 
I now, uh, you know, I would say, I don't know if MTV has like a streaming platform for. Right. So right. your goal, and now you have a music video, but it's not like your goal is to get it on MTV. Um, of course, I'd love to get my. Well, the goal is to get it on everything, but MTV isn't the driving force anymore. I just want to point this out. One of the things that really impressed me about your music is that, first of all, as Gary was trying to explain how your music was being defined, what I loved about it was it's really tough. You, have, you, you can go from being torch song, you know, ballad singing, very 1940s, to very yeah. jazzy, to very pop. I thought it was very creative and very interesting, and that kind of was the reason yeah. that uh, well, we, we thought I, I, you'd be great, which is a segue into we should let people listen and see what we're talking all right, about. Are, are you looking to play a little piece right now, Ken? Then I think it ought to be Rock the Baby, the single that was just released. Okay, let's do that. Was that a good segue? I think let's we're playing that. Rock the Baby right now. was Rock the Baby, of course, and that was your single that was just released. You know, it's kind of a lullaby, isn't it? Yeah. It, 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 but then it becomes a bit more R&B at about 30 seconds. Tell us how you create your music. Who's the composer? Is it the whole band? Give us uh, some insight. I'm trying to think how we came up with that one. I, um, I, the town that I grew up in has like a very nature -y, uh, eucalyptus trees everywhere and just a, uh, just such a nice welcoming homey childhood I had a good childhood I know a lot of people didn't have good childhoods and and that well I got stood up a lot well yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a good happy childhood and uh, I just wanted to uh, incorporate a song that has a sense of nostalgia and lullaby and a uh, sense of warmth um, and for me like that sense of warmth comes with like you know the sound of the wind rustling the tree leaves and um, a lot of like organic elements are well, it's a beautiful uh, song do you do you like the obligation of having to do the music video part of the music I love creating the music videos. All the creative direction, like for the music videos, are my ideas. Um, it depends on the project. Sometimes I bring in like other directors or producers or that type of thing. So um, 
and some of them I've directed and produced myself. Mm-hmm. And well, now, I edit all of them. Now, so you, you have this concept. You know what you want. You know the feel. You know what you want to say. Are you bringing it into... Uh, I want to mention the band, guitarist Mike Post, bassist Freddie Hernandez, drummer Cameron Clark, and keyboardist Arthur Zakian. Yep. Well, that sounds like the entire universe of people. Well, there's the universe. There's so, the universe. Do you have... or what? Who's the melody maker? I mean, it's collaborative, of course, but I, I love... Kenny loves the business, and I love the process of creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I write all the melody lines and lyrics. That's definitely, like, my lane when it comes to the band. I do write a lot with our bassist, Freddie. I mean, he, he creates, like the most beautiful intricate bass lines but you yeah. know for for our songs you know for our song sunset the the creative direction for that was we're all the 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 guys in my group and actually we have a new keys player her name's Kritika um the they're all such talented musicians and they just want to play all these beautiful intricate uh you know, riffs and all this stuff. And I have to say to them time and time again, you need to dumb it down. You are (laughs) good. You need to play less. You need to play in a way that's palatable to somebody who doesn't always listen to music. You know, you have to spoon feed people through each section of the song to get it to a place that, you know, people want to listen to the song all the way through. Who do you listen to? uh, Who do I listen to? You read Uh, my mind. Uh, I guess, you know, a lot of, I listen to, right now I'm listening to a lot of artists that I think are in the wheelhouse of the type of fan base I'm looking to tap into. Um, So I don't know if, you know, like Georgia Smith or Umi or, yeah. Well, you know, you've been compared. I mean, people have, you've got the power of an Amy Winehouse. You've got the pipes. Gwen Stefani's name comes up. Are those inspirations as you were growing up? Uh, definitely love Amy Winehouse. I didn't listen to Gwen Stefani as much growing up, but uh, now that I, now I definitely listen to her uh, more and resonate with people saying that you know we have that kind of quirky sound, and I I love that. And often a lilt. You have a lil- a lilting voice is what uh, people often say, and and you you do. You have a, a great range. Thank you. I um I grew up uh, playing with. This woman, Annette Smith, she's actually 96 years old now. Hmm, Older Um, than my mother. Still sings. She still sings. She's very incredible. Her husband played for Ella Fitzgerald and Lena Horne back in the day. What is he, 106? Uh, He he passed away a couple years ago. Um, But she's still around. She's still singing and playing, and uh, she's pretty incredible. Wow. Carly, I got to tell you, I really appreciate your coming on. We uh, love your music, and as a matter of fact, we love it so much that as we say goodbye, we're going to play some but more before, music. Before, be, yes, which, which uh, was a beautiful way to go out there, Kenny, a beautiful way. But I want to give her an opportunity to plug the formats, where she can be seen. What about live performance? Uh, right now, we're not really focusing on live performance. It's just too difficult to put together, like, I, when, I, when I do a live performance for my fan base, I want us to be incredible. I want us to have our lights and our dance routines and everything just to be great because I want to give people 
that moment that we're sharing that they resonate so much with the music that they're hearing at home that when they come out to see us that it's just the same caliber and it's the same experience that they were hoping to get um right now it's just not worth for us to put the time and effort into well it's, because of covid it, they, there's not many venues or opportunities but they are it, it's it is starting to open up it, it is. is starting to open up, but we're focusing more on uh, writing more and creating more content because because of the buzz that we have going right. on right well, now. Well, you right. have a great buzz, and we really want to help you promote. We're going to do everything we can because we genuinely like the mu the music. And you know what? We don't so like everything. And we know that not everyone likes Kenny. They don't even show up on dates, right? That's correct. That's correct. So, where give us give the audience listening and watching every avenue every platform where they can enjoy download Carly in the universe well it's just that it is every avenue and every platform that you could type in Carly in the universe we will show up so if you have your Amazon or your Spotify or your Apple music or your YouTube uh, definitely give us a listen but also on top of that if you are listening uh, Put us on before you go to bed, turn the volume all the way down and put it on repeat and just let it play <laughs> as you're sleeping. So we rack in those streams. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Rock the Baby, your new single is perfect. It's a lullaby. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. It's been such a pleasure. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Having you Carly. here. The best of luck. We're going to be keeping tabs on you, you know, until I'm 96. Thanks. Yeah. If you ever are in L.A. come out and we are playing the show, definitely come out. We would love it. Thank you so much and good Thank luck you. to the rest of the band. And, all right. Uh, we'll play some uh, music on the way play out. Play some music on the way out. Well, that's okay, baby, cause right now there's nothing at all but just. That's okay, baby, cause right now there's nothing at all but just. Chill out. Hey, I thought that was a lot of fun. I, I thought she was just terrific. You never know, you know, when you don't know somebody. And well, I was good. I thought. I thought you were particularly good, Kenny. I thought you really, you really took even a even the lead hosting sort of. Um, it was because I was because of the music MTV connection. I think that. Was, oh, I know, but yeah. but that was very interesting. And then yeah. two questions that came out of your mind. I was thinking, oh, let's get back to the music. And then Kenny said. Let's talk well, about I the think music. that's like what happens when you have married couples. They start to think alike, and we've been hosting this Are we show. like a married couple? I like You want to go back to the conversation that I railroaded over about you know, the difficulties of childbirth and, and the breadbasket? Well, you should. You want to talk about the breadbasket? Well, I, I, I am kind of curious how you miss that. The breadbasket? Yeah. I, nobody walks around here saying we live in the breadbasket. No one. I promise you. Nobody well, says, hey, you know, this is the Midwest. It's well, called the breadbasket. It's not like we walk around here going, um, I'm going into the entertainment the, capital of or, the world. Or, or, or the land of pumpkins. Or the land of pumpkins. So that doesn't happen. Now, let's go to what we were talking about before we turned on the microphones and the cameras. Mm -hmm. Kenny, you said that in several times in your young life, you mm -hmm. were stood up on dates. I'm feeling bad about it. Well, do you that. want to give context to this? Because Carly was yeah, supposed give, to be on last week, and then she well, didn't there's show the up. Context. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Give the context. Well, yeah, Carly was, Carly was, was like, yeah, she was supposed to be on. She didn't appear. So, and, I, and, and so basically, I felt like I did when I was growing up, which was like <laughs> just another case of getting stood up by a female. Well, I don't understand how that happens. And I'm well, not the way it happens is, and I think I, 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 I might have mentioned it, is... When people are will say to accept my invitation to go on a date, 
at the time, it seems like a good idea. <laughs> so, but you, I think, you, <laughs> given like if I say, "Come on a date with me now," they might do it. But if I say, "Let's have dinner tomorrow night," then between now and tomorrow night, they're going. Do I really? I don't know if I really want to do this. And I end up sitting there waiting for somebody. I, I've been stood up quite a lot. It's been. I once got uh, stood up by my mother. <laughs> All right, now that's got to be a, a different silo here. But but let, let's let's drill into this for a minute more. So long as it's interesting, it, it had to be the kind of people you were asking out. Because I don't know of a human being that would say to my face, "Oh, I'd love to have dinner." No, I, I've had people call and say I can't make it, and then never. And, and, they never called me back ever again, but I've never had anybody not show up. Well, that's because I think here's the difference. People, like I say, after further thought, after further reflection, they decided that I was not a good idea. You, on the other hand, are, I, I wear well. Yeah. You are a person that they meet. You go, let's have a date. And then the more they think about it, the more they think that, you know, this could, I see the, he could be good. He could be a lot. You know what I used to hear a lot? You know what I used to hear a lot after the first date is, and then they would confess to me later. Well, I went out with you again because I figured there just had to be more. Right. Yeah. There had yeah. to be more substance than the, yeah. the, the show that I would put on. Well, you see, at least you, you, you piqued their curiosity. And that's, I think, a yeah. little part. Maybe there was a mystery. There was no mystery to me. They would meet me. They, get, they would know me right off the bat. From a first impression, they knew all about me and decided they were not showing up. You, on the other hand, you were like, I don't really get him. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's true. I, maybe right. I should try, go out with him again. And he still confuses me. So I'm going right. to search more and I'm going to end up going out with and, him more. And everybody beyond the show has something more. So, yeah, I could really extend a date into about six mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. just because there would be some other elements mm -hmm. that were semi-interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't wait to do the kiss off on this show just so I can say. And Kenny, who seemed like a good idea at the time. At the time. Yeah, you can find us on Spotify. Right. What else is going on in your life? Oh, hey, you, I, we skipped over you being a grandfather for the second time. Let's let's acknowledge that. I don't feel that I have. No, a there's been no news on that. Congratulations. There's Congratulations. been no news. Well, I appreciate that, but I didn't really do anything. You didn't do anything. No. Well, you did. No, I'm suspicious. Historical that, I'm suspicious that the my son-in-law had sex with my daughter. I will tell you that right now. That's a real possibility. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, see, you are interesting. You yeah. know, is, is this your dialogue when you go out on a date? Is this sort of, you know, because you do have a unique perspective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, 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 you and I converse very, very well, but I never know where you're going. Mm -hmm. I never know. And I, mm -hmm. if I were dating you right now, mm -hmm. I might be a little like, it makes me, gives me a little anxiety. Well, the thing that I, always confuses me is women. But uh, one of the aspects of women is the thing where they go, I'm looking for a man with a sense of humor, just somebody who will make me laugh. Yeah. Well, I, have, I do that pretty well. But yeah, they always end up going home with the guy with the scar, course. the leather jacket, and who smokes cigarettes. Who... who who might actually make them laugh. No, 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 no. That doesn't make no, them laugh. There's no, no, laughter. no. I'm way funnier than those people. Y you are. Well, my general rule is anybody who says I'm the kind of person that or I like assume the opposite. 
I kind of learned, I kind of found the legend for that a long time ago. Yeah, because we I, don't have a good view of ourselves because we're seeing a reflection. What you're saying is that I wish I were the kind of person that was turned on by a sense of humor. So that's what they say they are. Hmm. But in reality, no, they want either the biker jacket or, you know, Brad Peck's. Brad so this, Peck's is why, Peck's. this is why you would be very good first date. As a matter of fact, I may ask you out. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny to think about it because I've been married now, you know, and you've been married since, you know, the late 40s, right? You've mm -hmm. been married a long time. Uh, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember my rap. I don't really remember what I would go into. And but here's the other thing. I wish that we had the Internet and, and mobile yeah. and all the dating things that now i wish i would have been great on that i really do i think i would have been great but the idea back in the day is that you had to go to a bar and you had to yeah. walk up and, and it was, I, you'd yeah. be frightened to death to approach these people these people being those women that's what they were, <laughs> they were like these, this other species these, these, like, <laughs> these people with the power of no <laughs> right exactly the power of no and it's devastating yeah and uh, I you wish, know, I, I, and you know, I think the idea of just going online and swiping right and swiping left is so much more convenient. I love that. Uh, you know, for me, I think it was the opposite. I don't hmm. think I would do well swiping left and finding out that the truck driving by, there's someone who wants to date. I was good in the bar. See, and now, that's why I, I wasn't I'm, good in the bar. Got to be really careful here because I'm not, I was never sleazy. I was never, come on, hey, you know. But did you have a line? Uh, no, like, no, like, no, I didn't have a line. I'm okay. trying to think of right. corny I'm pickup one, lines. Like, right, yeah, like yeah. Did, did you just fall from heaven? I don't know. Whatever. Right, right. No, but I would always be with a friend. The you know, man. you always have, you have to have the a wingman wing and yeah. you're their wingman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you maybe have a few drinks. I always got to a point where rejection wouldn't matter to me. It's like, you're probably going to say that, no, that but you know what? Really? I just happen to. And if you think I'm creepy, blah, 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 fine. Can I buy you a drink? No. Great. Have a great. I was always at a place where no was fine. And that I found out is a certain power. Anybody who is aware of the fact that this person that just came up to them is fine. If you say no, or at least. Well, that's because it's confidence. Yeah, it's confidence. I know they love confidence. And 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 so people, they those, they, people. They, those people, I think we can say women, <laughs> women, um, yes, would often say yes. Hmm. You know, I um, think maybe we actually provided a service today to anybody hmm. that's, you know, I think we provide a service for middle aged divorce people. Uh, you know, I don't know that my son would learn anything from what we just talked yeah, about. Yeah, I, I don't really know what you would do with any of the information that we just provided <laughs> in, a, in practical reasons. Uh, yeah. But uh, on other notes, are there other notes? Uh, Kenny, mm -hmm. your hair is kind of uh, kind of surfery today, I think. You think? Yeah. You know, I want to talk about shampooing. Because oh, really? I did just, I take a shower every time right before we do this. For the podcast, no, I know it doesn't matter. I don't. But for the YouTube part, I think it's important. Okay. It's um, nice to know. On my shampoo, mm -hmm. it says, this product was not tested on animals. Right. Do uh, animals, monkeys, <laughs> or dogs have an objection to getting soft, luster, full-bodied hair. I mean, 
I'm using this shampoo. Right. So why I, I could th I would think a monkey getting a shampoo with this very expensive shampoo, they should test it on animals. I think the animals would enjoy it. And I think they would look cleaner and better with fuller hair. If I had a monkey, I would shampoo my monkey. See? So and, and when I've had dogs, I do shampoo. Now, now, I, Kenneth, mm -hmm. there's always a truthful answer to your bizarre questions. Okay. Because what they're saying is this was not tested. In other words, there's alcohol and things that could irritate skin. Mm -hmm. So they didn't use test animals mm -hmm. to make this, that could suffer from mm -hmm. discovering the shampoo that Ken Seisler would, would enjoy. But at his. some point, they should get the product to the point where they go, okay, I think it's safe enough to test on For, a monkey. To test. Well, and I think the monkeys would be okay with it. I think the monkeys would be okay with I think at that point it's simply called shampoo and it's put on the on the market. I, I would be I okay no if on my shampoo there was a picture of the monkey that they tested the shampoo on and the monkey had this beautiful bold yes. lustrous hair. I think that I would if, be okay. If you bought with a that. shampoo and it said Prell endorsed by monkeys, mm -hmm. you're happy. I I want to see a picture. No, I would imagine though skin textures the 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 degree of porous the 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 hair fibers themselves mm -hmm. you know i know that when i had a dog i had a parakeet mm -hmm. and i would give my parakeet little baths with mm -hmm. a special i'll tell you another shampoo thing. my brother-in-law is in the business of doing oils and stuff like lotions for people to do you know their business mm -hmm. and he also has on his product this product was not tested on animals and i'm thinking yeah. i think the animals would love to have this tested on them you i think you should give them room for the monkeys all of this massage lotion, and have him whack off for an hour and come out and go this is the best fucking oil i've ever had kenny we're gonna put you in charge of this okay but take take it this could be your million everybody's buddy. against animal testing has anybody <laughs> asked the animals as the animals yes kenny kenny zoo mm -hmm. dr seisler mm -hmm. little all right. i'd have animals with great hair great hair. off all over the place Could you you see at the dog park <laughs> hey you're asking are you looking super. good yeah who does his hair i know and you look well, so happy the smile on your face well you know I Seisler's lost a lot of animal fresh stress. shampoo yeah okay yeah. all right all right all right. What else is on your mind? I'm so glad I have you to talk to. Because well, <laughs> I say this to my wife. And kids, I know, I know, and they Kenny, just stare at me. <laughs> Kenny, you seem like a good idea. At the I time. did. I seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. One you, day you, you should just come on and you won't be there. And I'll just be here. <laughs> And I'll be waiting. The whole show would, would be, be me just waiting. Curious experiment. Like, what yeah. would you talk about? Would it be exactly the same? Because I, I think don't it know. would be. I don't. I don't know. think you need me responding. Because here's the thing, Kenny. You've always been this way. Your mind is kind of a radar, looking looking for those incongruities and things that don't make any sense. And they might be things that make sense to all the rest of us. Hmm. But you'll notice them, and, and it's very interesting. I'm different, I don't, aren't I, Gary? You are different. <laughs> I don't bring that to the table so much. I, I'm responsive when it comes to Seislerisms, hmm. yeah. which maybe is a good thing. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. Bob, you, things bother you, Kenny, more than uh, they yes. bother me. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, and that's not a good thing. I don't know. Uh, it's not I don't I don't know. Know. Maybe they bother. Well, it, listen. It doesn't as much bother me as much as I question it.
That's it. I just like, no, like I think you know, I'm one of those people that go, oh, here's a nick and a knack. Oh, bring a knickknack. And I go, well, I'll bring the nick. <laughs> I have no idea where to get the knack. <laughs> Can you have an odd without the end? You know, there's, 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 it's a very similar sensibility. Somebody the other day said, I, I asked them something and they say, oh, they, it was in terms of job. And they said, this guy really goes the extra mile. And it occurred to me, well, then he's going to be a mile away from where. <laughs> See, that's how you go. think. Why that's would he, you think you got there? Why would you go the extra mile? Because I now understand. you're a mile away. I understand these colloquialisms. I accept them for the most part because I want to show people the grace of understanding. <laughs> but there's a little bit of you that's very much like Larry David, mm. where these the, the minutia mm -hmm. of things that the rest of us like going that extra mile, like, OK, I don't know, you know, the etymology of that, but. I'm fine with it, mm -hmm. but it bothers you a little bit. No, I just, it's just when, it, when, I, when I first hear it, that's how my brain, see, you know, hears it. It's like, you know, I, every time he gets, does this, he goes the extra mile. And in my head, I just see somebody <laughs> getting someplace. Hey, come back here. Where are you going? Doesn't Woody Allen address some of that in Without Feathers, one of his books, Without Feathers? I, talks don't, about know. The, I don't know. But I mean, you know, if I lifted it from Woody Allen, it might, I don't think so. But I don't I don't know. Well, you and Woody Allen have a little in common. Too. A little in common. I mean, I mean, my goodness. I mean, besides being pedophiles. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> no. I didn't say that. <laughs> You're the editor. You can decide yeah, to leave no, that no, in that's or in, take baby. it out. That's in. I'm a, you know. <laughs> Because listen, no, but you're you're very observational, and mm -hmm. I enjoy it tremendously. That's because I can sometimes literally, you know, I, I think of a few questions when we have a guest, and you know, I just kind of enjoy seeing where you steer this ship. Hmm. Now, are you good with me saying steer this ship? Is that an analogy that annoys you? No, I'm trying no? to think that there are nautical things out there that I do. I'm a little that, bothered that by. You? Well, why can't? Why is it boat? Why can't you just have like the right side of the boat and the left side of the boat? Or the front of the As boat. As opposed to port and starboard? Yeah, front of the boat and the back of the boat. Why can't it be the front of the boat and the back of the boat? Well, I think it sounds best if you're, uh, if you're going toward an iceberg, hard to port! Sounds mm -hmm. better than left, left. Why? I would completely understand that. I, well, I don't know. I, don't, I, would, be, not a, I would be Googling. <laughs> <laughs> hard to pour. What is that? Hey, I'm going on a cruise with my wife and uh, my, my brother and his wife in, in Have you been in on November. Yeah. And if you come out in a little captain's hat, we're going to get off immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been on. I mean, it's all about the food, really. Because it's, well, it's all about food. the food. And I get seasick, though. So I get the oh. patch. Oh. And do you know about the patch? Yes, I know about the patch. The equilibrium patch? Yes. Have you ever used one? No. Have you used one? I've been Let, I've been seasick, though, but on smaller boats, not on the big boat. All right. Uh, I get seasick, so I put on the equilibrium patch. Mm -hmm. Now, folks, go to your doctor and say you're going on a cruise, mm -hmm. and they will prescribe equilibrium patch. You'll get like six of them, right? Mm -hmm. You only need two for a week-long cruise, but you'll get six of them. That thing is mm. like cocaine going into your ear with no drop. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And how long does that last? About three days. Um, it, 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 is, it isn't like cocaine, but it's, it's a little euphoria. Wow. 
whatever, but keeping your equilibrium right. Now, people walk around the house and turn into a problem. With Anything an that's good usually gets but, abused. Yeah, this is a horrible public service announcement. But then you have a glass of wine or you go out with some friends and maybe you have a few. That thing just makes you, you're dancing all night. It's, it's, it's outstanding. It's outstanding. Do, do you, uh, is there a type of wine? That you would recommend, along with the a type patch. of patch. No, no, you have uh, it depends. You have an equilibrium uh, patch, and now you're going to have a glass of wine. Right. I was just wondering. Oh, if would you, you like me to pair a pairing? <laughs> yes. I would go with a white wine, a uh -huh. Chardonnay, something with a little more effervescence, perhaps, because the tannins in the red wine do tend to bring you down, give you a headache a little bit, mm -hmm. and then the equilibrium patch become loses its equilibrium. So okay. go with a lighter alcohol would be my suggestion. Okay. I don't operate heavy machinery or drive or jump off a cliff and expect to sprout wings. Or test shampoo on animals. Or test shampoo on yeah, animals. God forbid. Except you and your monkey. Yep. Me. Okay. Well, I'm just saying I don't think the, uh, I don't think a shampooed animal is such a bad thing. Um, all right, Gary. So should we go out with a little Carly in the Universe music? I think that's a great idea. I would like you to go out with honey. Because I was listening to all this stuff. Oh, I was hoping it was a it was a brunette you were talking about. Where is she? No, Bring no, her back. We're, we're, we're not on a date, Kenny. Oh, no, I we're went, not on I, a somebody date. Somebody said, "Bring out honey." That would be a good sign want, on a date. You I'd want like me to go, go out, out with, with a little honey? You, you want me to go out with honey? You bring her out. She that probably means there's a second would, date. She would probably show me up anyhow, right? <laughs> um, let's yeah let's go out with a little honey okay here we go Don't so, you wait, wait, well say I, let goodbye? me say thank you for watching or listening whatever your preference of the gary and kenny show might be spotify iHeartRadio, itunes um apple Podcasts, dbna tv streaming tv and we have a youtube channel so find us there hope you enjoyed the show let's go out with a little carly in the universe ladies and gentlemen honey how was i supposed to know no